Welcome to 519 Connect, where the Windsor Police Service connects with members of our community. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Welcome to 519 Connect. I'm your host, Constable Jamie Ajete Nelson with the Windsor Police Service. I'm the diversity officer in the, in the community service branch. And today from St. Clair, we have Josiah Deer and Brendan Segan of the St. Clair men's basketball team. So uh, Brennan is the head coach of the basketball team, and Josiah is a shooting guard, am I correct, yep. for St. Clair. So a little bit about Josiah. Uh, Josiah is from Whitby, Ontario. He played high school basketball at Pine Ridge Secondary School in Pickering, Ontario. Uh, winning a gold medal at ASA in 2018, Josiah just completed his second year at St. Clair and was recently named sixth man of the year for the OCAA West Division. On and off the court, Josiah has been an integral part of the race, recent success of the program. He played a key role in bringing a provincial silver medal and a national silver medal to St. Clair. The national silver medal was the first national medal in St. Clair College history. Josiah will be returning to the team this fall in, in hopes of continuing the recent success of the program. So that's just a little bit there. We're going to get into some basketball today, some teamwork, uh, um, I'm excited to have you here today. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank on, you. Yeah, a successful season. Um, it, when you start early in the season, sometimes you don't know what you get, but the goal is that championship, and you guys made a push for it. I call yep. you you're a championship-level team. So um, so where to start? Uh, you know, I got notes here, and I'm excited to talk to you. But, um, Josiah, we're going to start with you. You're from Pickering. Um, so what is it? Uh, in your city for basketball, you know, Pickering, Whitby, what's it like? I feel like over there we played basketball, like, at a high level. Mm. So, like, a lot of the stuff that we saw when we came over here, like, we were used to it. And, like, because we came from a winning culture, that's all we wanted to do as soon as we got here. Like, last year, I mean, the first year that we were here, it didn't go our way. But then this year, like, we really made it, like, all right, it's our point guards last year. We like the group that we have, and we just wanted to go out with a bang. Okay, and and, and from the roots of uh, you know Whitby and Pickering, it's on the hard top in the yeah. gyms, uh, packed crowds. Uh, okay, I was gonna ask. It's uh, it's big up there. Yeah. Um, uh, the GTA, um, you know, from my days, I don't want to say I, my, when I played, but Eastern Commerce and those those areas, yeah, yeah. Father Henry Carr yep. tournaments were a real thing. You know, what was it like? Uh, what who was your rival school? Our rival school was, like, the Pickering Highs and, like, the Jay Clarks. Okay. I don't know if you know, but we would play in the Father Henry Carr tournaments at the start of the year, and those would be the prep teams, and we'd still be, like, the high school teams. And I remember my year at Pine Ridge, we made it to the finals of that Father Henry Carr tournament. And we played Athlete Institute, which is, like, with Lugans Door, those guys. Okay, We got yeah. crushed, but it was just, like, it was good to be on that stage with those guys. Like, it felt good because as the only high school team in that tournament, they didn't think we could make it that far, and we did it. All right. You got that. I love going into situations where people are counting you out, but yeah. those are the moments you, you find out you belong. Yep. All right. Yep. Okay. Uh, Brandon, wins right. Yep. All right. I, I need a background. Where, <laughs> where are you from? You got to rep your high school. and Yeah. yeah. So, uh, born and raised in Windsor. Um, went to Sandwich Secondary. Uh, basketball for me, um, kind of a young age, my uncle coached a lot at General Amherst. So going, watching my cousins play, watching his teams play. I think he's coached. He's retired now, I think, but 30, 30 something years. So watched a lot of high school there. Um, played a lot of sports growing up. Um, basically when I was 10 or 11 years old, uh, JJ Redick and Chris Duhon on Duke, um, kind of fell in love with those guys in that team. Um, so basically around age 12, I started to get more involved in basketball, um, played in high school in grades 10, 11, and 12, um, never the best player by any means, um, but really loved the game and, and loved the camaraderie that it brought. Um, and then, uh, moving on into, into college, I actually went to St. Clair as well, uh, played college baseball there. Um, and then after graduating again, more and more into basketball and, and kind of chased it a little bit with um, coaching and kind of the management side of it. Um, and then uh, was lucky enough to be added as a student manager in my last year of school. And then, so I've been with the team now for eight years, seven, eight years. 
but yeah, basketball for me, more of just learning how to be part of a team um, and knowing that I wasn't the best player. So finding different ways to contribute to a, a team was what I was strong at. Um, and I'm just glad that I got the opportunity to, to coach at the college. And yeah, it's been wild. But yeah, that 2003 Duke team and then the 2004 Pistons won the, won the championship. And that's where it kind of started with me. So 11, 12 years old and those two teams, I guess I give uh, credit to them for me sticking with the sport. That's a that's a come up story right there. Yeah. Um, from high school, eight years with the program, I like it. So when you were in high school, who was who was your rap? Who were you competing against? Yeah, uh, Villanova and Sandwich have always just had the the classic in town rivalry. Um, so I'd say them, and then Catholic Central was a dynasty when I was in high school. Um, at Michael Mulder was, I was just graduating as he was coming up. Obviously, he made the NBA, and he's he's was a great player. So Catholic Central was definitely that team where. I mean, every year they were just off the medal rounds every year. So Catholic Central was really, really good. But, I mean, our rivalry, Villanova, I would say. All right, Villanova. Yeah, okay, there it is. Um, I, both of you said, uh, talked about something important. Um, you did other other sports. So we talked about, you know, your schools being, you know, elite at other sports. I know um, your school was, was good in, in other sports. So what were some of the other sports that you, you know, either did in high school or were you younger that kind of helped you with, with uh, basketball? Or was it always basketball? I remember in grade, in, in middle school, I played everything. Like, I was always, like, gone for the tracks, mm-hmm. footballs, flag footballs, all of that. And then I remember being in grade nine, and I tried out for the football team, and I made it as, like, a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And then I got into a game and I got hit and basketball season started in like three weeks. Yeah. And I felt my body and I was like, I'm, I'm not doing this no more. Like that's the aha moment. Was, that's, the, that's, yeah. like, that's when <laughs> reality hit for me. And then after that, after that day, I never played another sport other than basketball in high school. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I hear that. Um, <laughs> my school, I went to St. Joe's here in Windsor. We didn't have a football team, so I, yeah. I was a volleyball player. And I, I'm nothing against football. I love football, but I, I'm I'm glad I was working on some hops <laughs> for my my season yeah. versus uh, you know, I, I seen some some powerful players, right? And, and yeah. so no kudos to you. Uh, so a little bit of track, a little flag football, yeah. and you know your aha moment. We're like, this is not for me, and that's. Yeah. That, that's good of you because sometimes you're like people are like oh I want to keep pushing but yeah. you know you had that I knew. yeah you knew? I knew I knew from that day that basketball was my sport all right Brandon how about you uh, yeah I played baseball and hockey uh, growing up the most um, and then like I said when I was 12 13 started picking up basketball a little bit played junior football in high school too kind of the same aha moment uh, going into grade 11 in spring camp tried to make a tackle and separated my shoulder about Mm-mm. Two weeks before baseball season, which I was really focused on, so that was my aha moment and end of my football career. Um, <laughs> but yeah, played a lot of different sports and all the different um, cultures and different um, nuances of each sport really gave me a lot to to learn. Um, so I'm I'm really happy I played all those sports growing up, and uh, it all really paid dividends for me. Oh, that's. Uh multiple sports they always say hey, mix it up a little bit and then we all find our our sweet thing I can, yep. I played a little bit of uh basketball I when I was young I played some baseball but I, I worked my way to to track and field and that that was my my thing but one of the things I always did was I took a lot of the stuff I learned in basketball and I brought it to track and field so yeah. for my off season I was in the gym and you know I love to jump so I was I was dunking you know Doing, I didn't want to. I love running, but I didn't love running. So I was like, all right, today's a suicide day, and I would go in there, suicide, doing my shuffle drills, just going back to some of those basics, you know, hand-eye coordination. Um, so it, the, the, I see the parallels there. Um, baseball, funny story. Um, actually, it goes two ways. I was playing basketball, and I, I went to go dunk, and I did a standing windmill, and I, I, I almost had it, but I caught the front of the front of the rim. <laughs> hurt my elbow. I was like, Ooh, that's not good. So I went to uh, javelin cause I did a decathlon and one of the events was javelin. Yeah. So I went to go throw javelin that day and I picked up the javelin and I threw it and I heard a crack, crack pop in my elbow. Damn. And I was like, Oh, Oh, Oh my. <laughs> like I came here to do track and field. If I can't do this, I- I'm hurting. Yeah. So after that day I couldn't throw a javelin in practice anymore. Wow. 
but I needed to throw a javelin in a competition. So my coach was like, all right, we're going to throw baseballs. So we'd bring a bucket of baseballs and I would throw baseballs for, for javelin practice. I didn't, for like eight years, I didn't throw a javelin in practice because my elbow was from my basket thinking I was, I was getting up. I learned the hard way. So, you know, you, you get those moments, but I, I love basketball. Um, I'm a, I'm a San Antonio Spurs guy. Okay. I grew so up. Tim Duncan. Oh, there it is. There it is. That man who, my first was, was David Robinson. Yeah. yeah. I saw the way he moved. So those were my my guys. I, I looked to that. I like the fundamentalist Timmy. He'd come in there and like just no flash, but he, he you know, he, he put in work on people. Um, so I, I got something. I'm going to play this little game with you. Um, I'm going to give you some names and you got you to gotta pick one. All right. Players. Okay. All right, LeBron or Kobe, Josiah? Kobe. Kobe? Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I won't tell you. I love them both, all right? I'll, I'll take both. All right. Uh, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Brennan. Tim Duncan. I'll go Tim Duncan, too. Ooh, you don't like that KG energy? I, I love KG, but, like, my I love winners. Like, I love. Yeah. There it is. That's where I'm coming I love from. You, you heard that? Yeah. Uh, there it is. That's that. Okay. John ja Morant or Anthony Edwards? John Morant. Yeah, John Morant. He's just a highlight reel, that guy. Every, so is Anthony Edwards, but John Morant is something else. That guy's a legit player. Yeah, he's uh, he's the heir of, of Zion. When he came in, you know, everyone was like Zion. but Yeah, and he's just been the underdog forever, and now he's not no underdog. Yeah. So what do you what do you feel about that underdog mentality? Did you Have you ever had that feeling? Do you know what that's like? Uh, I'd say... This year, we had kind of had the underdog mentality, but I don't really think I've really been an under Like, people usually, like, know or, like, think of me, like, as a winner. Okay. Like, where I'm from. So, it's like, getting getting over here, we had an underdog mentality because no one thought that we could, like, win on this level. We still didn't win on this level, but, like, just the success that we had early I don't know. No, you, you said it right. You, you're bringing that, um, you know, a team's made up of different parts, yeah. right? And if someone comes in with that winning mentality, you know, there's a few ways that can go. You can either uh, alienate yourself or you can bring your team to that level. Yeah. And, Brendan, can, can you talk to Josiah? Like, how, how was he? You know, he obviously has that confidence that you want your whole team to have. Yeah. Um, how did that play into the group? Yeah, I mean, when we, uh, we first recruited – Josiah and uh, his two teammates from Pine Ridge, Miles and Darnell, who also play for us. Um, the first thing we were drawn to, they actually won offset at Kennedy. So we were able okay. to watch them live through that whole tournament. Um, and just that winning mentality, like you said, um, it's something that they have. It's not easy to carry that pressure, but they love it. They love being in those big situations. So I understand where he's coming from, where he doesn't think he's an underdog. Um, and that's what made us succeed so quickly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that underdog mentality is something that I can appreciate just being around the college, and the basketball team struggled for so many years. Um, and just me and, and my other coach, Matt Sykes, our goal was to try and find winners who who accepted and embraced challenges, um, and those, especially Josiah. Like, he embodies that, uh, not scared of anything, uh, great teammate. So all that expectation that he puts on himself really translated throughout the team, and then the team kind of took that um, persona, I guess, and and it really, really took off. And that's why I think that's why we had such a good season. Yeah, there it is, man. You can't confidence um, and it, being able to back up that confidence. So your your body work was there. So okay, um, I got a few more for you, um, Giannis or Kevin Durant. I'm going to go KD, but Giannis is up to something. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, this is the first one I think we'll go to. I, I like Giannis. you like, okay. I, I'm i I'm with both of you. Like, yeah, that, that's, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, just to even see uh, Giannis's story, you know. Yeah, is, like, he, that's an underdog. Yeah. Like, yeah. And look what he's doing in the NBA. I, I respect Giannis a lot. Yeah. His draft picture, he looks like me. <laughs> 150 pounds like who's this guy and now to see him it's 
every night is just a highlight show, and he's such a good teammate. And like for them to win in Milwaukee, basically being homegrown, like that's just so much credit to him. Yeah, and that's uh, that's that's recruiting. You know, you you do it. Like how how um, how hard is that? Or you know, what is it that you kind of look for? And and when you're recruiting. Because we're all looking for a, a Giannis. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just try to break it down on, on paper to start. And two or three qualities we're looking for uh, as a person and two or three qualities you're looking for as a player. Um, and try to match as much as you can. So, I mean, the most important thing is that the, the player's personality and his values match up with what you're in tune with. Um, so, like, for me, when I look to recruit someone who is unselfish, um, someone who wants the team to succeed before themselves, and then someone who wants to win, uh, very competitive. So that's what I look for um, as a coach, and, and they're just qualities that good people and good teammates have. Um, they want to see other people succeed. So if you hit those things and you can play basketball, that's what we're looking for. And you can always evolve and you can always get better in every category, but if you have that strong base to start, um, you're just setting yourself up for success, I think. No, I, I agree. I um, I, re- I recruited for uh, the University of Windsor track and field team, and I'm in recruitment here. And uh, the key is, is values, right? Um, you know, th- there's there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really, it's sometimes it's, it's just a conversation because, you know, athleticism and, and that stuff will come there. But it's when they come to your program, it's a different type of work we're going to be doing. We're going to build on your skills. Are you ready, you know, for what I have to bring and what they have. So open mind, those values, it's, it's very important. Like, and the team aspect, that's, that's key. And it's the same thing here. Um, you're trying to make yourself better, but you're also trying to compliment your, your teammates. That's what we say with the officers on the road. So I see the parallels. Uh, it's, it's so important and it's difficult as a coach, but at the same thing, we're looking for that confidence as well, yeah. where, you know, I don't have to watch over you. So mm-hmm. I can imagine, you know, during COVID when, you got to put the work in and coach is not there on you. You know, how, how was that for you? A lot of times it was hard, but the way we ended our first year, like gave us all the motivation to say like, if we can be like five or 10 steps ahead of everyone else, that's just sitting down doing nothing. Then we'll be in for like a good treat when we get back, like the game will feel easier for us. So when we all kind of realized that, and even last year when coach, like, it made us come out here, and we all were working out, like, as much as we could, even with, like, the restrictions and stuff like that. Uh, it kind of helped. It helped us a lot. Yeah. Uh, how was that, keeping that that culture? Because uh, you created one, right? Yeah. And the goal is to keep it. And, and as a as a coach, as a, as a leader, um, culture is important, right? Yeah. I mean, it's basically everything in terms of um, expectations and setting goals, and it all falls within your culture. So, it was difficult. Um, definitely things that no one foreseen or could see coming. Um, but yeah, just trying to keep them as engaged as possible virtually. And then whenever the restrictions allowed us getting them back in person, um, just to keep them on a schedule and say, Hey, stay with it, stay with it. And once this pandemic ends, it'll pay off. Um, I don't know if the pandemic will ever end the way it's going, but (laughs) once it allowed us to play basketball, I think we were ready to go. And I think that was a huge advantage for us. Um, And it's a lot of props to the guys. It's not easy to look around the world with everyone basically locked inside and say, Hey, I got to work out. I got to find a hill to run on because I can't go inside anywhere. So for them to, to put in the effort to, to stay close to game shape that way, when we got back together, we could hit the ground running. So that's all on them. Um, I, I told them, hey, if you can do it, that's great. But they still had to act on it, and they did. So it's huge kudos to them. Yeah, it's a, it's a signs of a mature team. That's a signs of a team that knows they can win because yeah. it's about your body of work, right? Yeah. There's there's nothing like showing up those first days, and you know, coach says, all right, hit that line, and you guys are fit. Yeah. And that 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 switches the mentality. And as a coach, now you know you can do more because you just, there's less you got to pull up. So train training is key. Uh, physically and mentally, like you said, you were you know those tough times, but yeah. you know you went back to you know what it felt like when that season wasn't what you expected, and yep. you rise above it. Oh, that's key. 
Uh, I'm going to give you one more, and then I, I, I'll, I'll leave you guys alone, all right? I think I know, where, Brendan, I'm going to start with you where you're going to go with this one. Coach K or Popovich? Yeah, Coach K. <laughs> I had to do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just Coach K just because I've watched Duke for so long, and I guess it's his final final year. I wasn't very happy with the results Saturday night, but, hey, that's yeah. part of the game. It is. It is. I'm going to go Pop. You like Pop? Yeah, I like Pop. Yeah, I'm, I, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'm, that's a that's a, that's a very really, good one. Yeah, that's like with the Giannis and KD for me, but I'm a I'm a go pop. Okay, no, that's that's great. Um, two great coaches, yeah. uh, two different uh, styles of basketball. Um, what type of basketball is is your your squad like? How, how do you how do you how would you define the way you, your team plays? Um, definitely uh, up tempo, fast, um, exciting. Try to let uh, the guys' skill kind of take over. Um, a lot of, I guess you could call it the new generation of basketball, where trying to get up and down the court, um, get shots as quick as we can. Uh, it's easier today, especially. Uh, you watch a lot of the NBA, and they say positionless, positionless. Um, so we try to embody that as much as we can. Um, but, yeah, I would just like to have fun. I let the guys' skill sets really take over. And, and once they know they can be free and play, um, that gives them the confidence to do so, and then it all just generates into a good team game. Everyone's comfortable with everything, so yeah, up, up pace, tempo, fun, uh, move the ball, that kind of that kind of speed with us is what. All right. Yeah. Okay. What's your game like? Because you know, I, I know everyone patents their game a little. Your game's your game, but what yeah. are some of the players that you watched uh, growing up where you were like, okay, I like some of that. I liked Ray Allen a lot. Okay. Yeah. Like the Ray Allens and the Clays, those those are the guys I like to watch because I don't like I can put the ball on the ground, but I like catching in certain spots and shooting and those guys I feel like they are the best like ever at it. Yeah. But they don't really have to do a lot of dribble moves and stuff like that and they can still be effective. Yeah, that's so you you're you're a technical man, so you know how to come off screens, you know, yeah. get your feet set. I like that's get, that's the type of stuff I like to do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and this year, I don't. It came out of nowhere, but I was rebounding the ball at a high <laughs> level. I don't. I don't know where that came from, but that's like, a hungry I mentality. Like, rebounding. I like rebounding the ball now. Right, that's something I enjoy. All right. Any putbacks on people? Nah, nah, none. No oh. putbacks. <laughs> Maybe next year. I need. I need a good off season for that. Oh, I, I used to cheat little ones over there when you just catch someone slipping, big man. Just like whoa. They're like, you can dunk that. I was like, I touched the rim, man. I don't care. That's 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 fair game. No, that's nice. Ray Allen, Jesus, Shuttlesworth. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. You know, speaking of basketball movies, you know, what what what's your basketball movie? He got game. He got game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coach Carter, probably for me. Coach yeah. Carter. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna keep it fun, man. Space Jam, man. Yeah. Yeah. I got that soundtrack when I was a kid and yeah, I was watching kid, that yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's a good one. I don't know about the second one, but the, the first one. Couldn't watch the second one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I didn't put his name in the what I said there. I was giving you all those athletes. I, I know where Jordan is on my list. Yeah. You know, because um, just the way he, he the way he moves, every, everything he did. Um, you know, watching that documentary, it's like, woo. That's yeah. what really did it for me. Because, like, there's a lot of stuff I didn't know. But just seeing that, like, I probably watched Last Dance. How many episodes were there? Ten or eight? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Probably watched all of those 50 times. Uh, I feel you. It's It speaks to um, the person behind it. Everyone sees the final, you know, yeah. the final, um, you know, when you're playing. That's the, that's the fun part, yeah. you know, and that's the easy part. That work you put behind scenes mm. and uh, his, his mentality. And it's just, time. it gives you that thought, like, if all that stuff wasn't going on outside of his life, what else would he have accomplished? Like, yeah, he it's, didn't have to take breaks and stuff like that. I know, and I think the key thing is there was he he had to take care of his mentals. Yeah, and that's that's something that you know it's very important. I remember when I did sports, I, had, I saw sports psych, and I I think that's important. I know not necessarily just to say there's there's something up, but even just talking about things that are, are, are taboo, you know, I, um, I, I was dedicated and all that, but every once in a while I'm like, what's next? Yeah. You know, you try not to 
go that far, not create that anxiety. But, you know, that's a normal feeling for it anyone. It happens. It happens. Yeah. yeah. You have those bad days and you're like, ah, but it's, you know, bringing yourself back um, and, and getting there, you know, especially with, uh, you know, the past few years. How, how was that for you? You know, like you said, you got in some of those ruts. Um, your teammates, were you, were you able to rely rely on them for that? Yeah, me, like the type of personality I have, I love being around people. So it didn't matter if I shot one for 15 that game. Like, once I'm with my guys, I feel like there's so much more in life, more important than basketball, that, like, just being able to cherish moments with them. And, like, as my teammate Jay would always say, like, it doesn't matter what, what the outcome is. Like, we're here. We, didn't, we, didn't, we don't even know, like, what can happen with COVID. Like, they can literally shut us down next week, but we're here. So, like, I kind of ran with that when I was going through stuff or, like, going through slumps. Like, I'm here playing basketball with you guys, and that's that's what got me through a lot this year. That's great. Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, just the up and ups and downs of the pandemic where so much uncertainty, um, so so hard to, from the basketball side, um, like, try to get excited or prep um, was difficult because you're like, oh, I'm going to do this amount of work, and I don't even know if it's worth anything. Um but it's like Josiah said, just being around a group of guys, um, and especially our team, we had a lot of guys with like basically unheard of positivity through all of this. Every time anything would happen, you're like, okay, stick together. When we're re- like I said earlier, when we're ready to go, that'll be worth all of it. So, like he said, just to enjoy and embrace moments. Um, and we have a good team, a tight knit group. Everyone can talk to each other whenever they need to. Coach's door is always open. Um, so, yeah, just being able to have that positivity in group meetings. Those Zoom meetings, even though they were 40 minutes long, would get that positivity going again and, and get that drive going for another month. And those little meetings were, were huge for me. Um, and just seeing that the guys were still working and they're still excited and still wanted to be there through a year and a half. So, yeah, I mean, I give all the credit to the guys for getting me through it from a basketball perspective. Hi, my name is Ed Armstrong. I'm the Inspector of Professional Advancement with the Windsor Police Service. With this position, I oversee our training branch, community services, as well as recruitment. As you know, Windsor is one of the most diverse communities in Canada. With that being said, our goal is to ensure that our police service represents our community. If you know anyone from your community that believes in our core values and would be an asset to our organization and serve the community with honor and service, The Windsor Police Service is currently accepting applications for the position of cadet. We encourage you to have them apply. Although patrol and ensuring the safety of our community is our number one priority, the Windsor Police Service offers different departments that may interest you. To name a few, our Major Crimes Branch, our Forensic Identification Unit, Emergency Services Unit, and our Marine Unit. Which one interests you? So you want to know how to become a cadet? Simply visit our website at windsorpolice.ca under the career tab or visit oacpcertificate.ca. I'm sitting at my desk waiting to see your application. Going through that, you know, ups, downs, COVID, everything. What was it like opening seasons getting started? Like, what was the feeling? I couldn't even sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I probably slept for two hours the night. Our first game was Redeemer, right? Yep. Yeah, I couldn't even sleep. I, I was in foul trouble the whole game, and I, I fouled <laughs> out for the first time in years. But it just, I was just so grateful to, like, be in a real game it didn't even really feel real at first because it was like we haven't played in like two years almost like in a real game so I was just grateful and we won at home so that was another good thing but 
It just it was it was a great feeling. You can't sleep, ready to go, high energy because you, you you know you're obviously in the mix getting those fouls. I'm yeah. I'm sure coach was just like okay, just bring it bring it down. But yeah. to to see that energy from uh, Josiah and the team, um, you know what when you saw that, what did that mean to you? Yeah, just to to kind of piggyback on what he said, just that game after two and a half years. I I remember I showed up. I think we played at like one or two in the afternoon. I showed up at like 10 a.m. I, like you said, can't sleep. Um, sat on the bench and just watched the team start to warm up. And then I I just made eye contact with one of our players, Jalen, and it was just like a smile. Like you're like, this is actually going to happen. We're actually going to play. Um, and then, yeah, like everyone's so excited and so amped up. It's not e- The first quarter wasn't even basketball. It was just, <laughs> just chaos. But at some point you just got to laugh and embrace it and – yeah, like you said, he was in foul trouble the whole game, but just to be out there with the guys again and and have that experience, that was yeah, that was a lifetime memory. Okay, so we get going. When did things start flowing and, and clicking? You know, when when did you know like okay, we're a problem for the rest of not just the province, the country. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, I thought we had a pretty good chance at the beginning of the year, just on paper, um, but converting paper to the court is always the hardest thing, right? So uh, I was actually, we played, I think, nine preseason games. Um, and it was after our three-game road trip, we went up to Kingston, um, Belleville, and then finished in Toronto against George Brown, who was the defending champion. Um, and one of our players, Jalen, one of our better players, uh, rolled his ankle real bad about two minutes in, so he was out. Mm-hmm. It's our third game in three days. Um, we ended up losing 83-80. to 80. Um, but after that game, seeing the fight that they had, we had nothing to play for. It was an exhibition game, three games in three nights. Uh, we were seven and one at the time, so they could have just folded over, but we really battled the whole game. Ended up losing right at the last second. I think Josiah had a chance to tie it with a second left and just rimmed out. Um, but leaving the gym that day, I said, if we make one or two adjustments, we can be right there. The it was all of the characteristics of a good team, from my opinion, just never quit, played together, nobody hung their head, and they tried to pick up their teammates. So those four things I saw that day, I was like, okay, we have a chance. If we can get a few things sorted out, we can be right there. Okay. And then we're rolling through the season. The flow is there. Um, it's playoffs. What, what, what was, you know, the level changes? Uh I, I can see you're, you're chomping. It's it's because, succeeding in your head, man. But like, just from preseason to like the playoffs, it was just such a dramatic change because like we felt like we were talented enough to like really like beat teams, mm-hmm. but we just couldn't do it for a semester. Like we would always be flirting with like ten point leads, fifteen point leads, then get comfortable, then it would be a close game. But I feel like when the playoffs started, we had like this edge on us, like, all right, we're going to take care of business from the jump and we're going to play hard the whole game, no matter how what the score is. And just when playoffs started, we we got in a real real good groove and we were beating teams by, like, 20, 30. And uh-huh. I just – then seeing the energy shift from the start of the year to the playoff time, it was like, wow, like, we're actually a really good basketball team. All right. Brendan, you, you ever see it in practice where – it's converting on the court and practices are getting, you know, what were those practices like? At the beginning, especially the beginning of the season, um, just trying to get back into it. There were some choppy practices. Um, but once we started to get going and the competitive nature came back, I mean, our team, especially, I don't know what it is about them, but they don't want to lose anything. So <laughs> any drill they do, it's full speed, full competition. Um, a lot of, I guess you could say trash talk, friendly yeah. trash talk. <laughs> yeah. But these guys want to win every night. So some of those practices, and and like they said, they, they started to feel that they could win. Um, so they started to hold everyone to a standard where if you came in and had a bad practice, it wasn't just the coaches going at you. The players started to take responsibility for that, and you would have six or seven players all over you to make sure you're ready to go and kind of hold, playing up to, I guess, what we started to call St. Clair standard, like, you got to be at this level to be here and, and work hard. And if you're not, it's going to be a tough day for you. So they they really embraced it, and they took over, and that's kind of what me and Coach Sykes wanted. 
Um, but the best teams are coached by the players, I think. Um, those we give them the tools, and then they take over and they make it theirs. And once that happens, everyone just on the same page, same goal, um, and just so much accountability to keep you in line. Yeah, accountability is, is key. Um, when you start seeing it your, yourselves and see, knowing what level your teammates can be at. And, you know, like you said, we ride them, trash talk them, but at the same time we still lift them up when they're down. It's right. that it's that you're a coach, you know. And like you said, when they start doing it themselves, you as a coach can know that you're doing well. Um, but we don't rest on it, right? No. We don't, we don't rest on it. We, we challenge them. So playoffs come, you're rolling, you're feeling good. You know, talk to me about uh, – you know, as as you're getting close to you know quarter semis and, and things like that, what were what what were those um, stages like? Um, just, I guess, I didn't really know what those games would be like. Um, I've never coached in them um, at the college level. I haven't seen them um, much in person at the college level. Um, so just trying to a lot of mentors, uh, especially Jimmy Parsons for me. Uh, he played at the college and. I was an assistant under him, um, and he'd send me a text before every game and said, hey, you guys are a good team, but just go with your gut. And that was the biggest thing for me, just trying to not overhype the situation in my head and overcoach. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those games were the intensity leading up to them, those moments in the dress, dressing room before the game, like those are what you play for. It was it was a wild ride. I'll never forget, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I was, I was coaching those moments. He was good. He, he was. You could see though, like before games, like he was ready, like as ready as us. Like he was about to play, kind of like. And we saw how bad, like both of our coaches wanted it. So that's what made us want it even more. Because it's like they're not just excited to be here; they want to win it all. And that's what gave us like the energy to go out there and try to get it all. Yeah, when you, your coach sees champions in you, it's not hard to see a champion in yourself. Yeah. That's 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 big. So we get to the finals. We'll see AAs. How, how, what was that? Break it down for me. Humber. Oh. Humber. It's like we're always like right there with them, and then they make this push where they they get up fifteen. And even my dad always would call me after after every Humber game we played. We played three of them. He would call me and say, "You guys can beat those guys," but like. Our body language when we get down to them versus other teams is, like, it's just different. Like, it's like we feel defeated once it gets to double digits and it's the game's not really over, but we just think it is. So next year we just have to go with a different approach when we go down early to them and just fight the whole game like we fight other teams. Because we went down 20 at um, Nationals and then we cut it down to single digits within two minutes. But it's like... If it was Humber, it's like uh, we're just gonna go back and forth with them and not play as hard. So, yeah, yeah. no, that's good self reflection right there. Yeah, yeah I mean, same thing. Um, Humber seemed to have our number this year, um, but they're a program who's been in the national championship a lot. I mean, they've won seven as a school, uh, provincial championships. I think that was their fourteenth. So they they know how to play in those games. They have players who've played in those games, whereas our school has hasn't. Um, so just that self-belief in the final step um i think is just once like josiah said once we we get down just sticking together through difficult times kind of comes full circle with how we stuck together through the pandemic and through two years and how we have to try and emulate that to, to show up on the court um and yeah i mean they're a very good basketball team they deserve to beat us every time um yeah. but i think that's the final step for us and it's good to have that to chase to say, hey, yeah, it was such a great season. We were so successful, but I know our team and the coaching staff. Like we want to win, um, so to have something to improve on is motivation for the summer for sure. Okay, and then you get your second your second push at them. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, sometimes it's hard not to think ahead. So you had a, a few teams you had to make it through. How how was that trying to, you know, not think about the championship where you believe you can be. And you have to, you know, work your way there. I think it was a semifinal game, was it? Was a uh, who'd you play there? In the national or provincial? National. National. We played VIU, uh, Vancouver Island University, and they were the defending national champions. And I don't think they lost for two or three years. They were really good. Um, so yeah, to 
our mentality once we got through provincials and internationals was just one game at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was hard knowing we won our first game. It was a crazy game. Um, we were down, I think we were down 21 in the third quarter. Um, and it was that same conversation. And in the huddle, I said, don't chase the scoreboard. Just play the way St. Clair plays and let's see if we can do it. We're going to need every second on that clock if we're going to do it. And we ended up winning on a buzzer beater with 0.4 seconds left. And then it really, that groove going into the next day, I don't think no matter who we played was going to beat us. The guys were just so confident. We came out gunning against VIU. I, that was the least amount of coach. I just sat there and I just watched. I, these guys are, <laughs> I feel bad for them because these guys are ready to go. So, um, yeah, they were great against VIU. That was one of the best games. I, that's probably the best game they've ever played. Execution. You guys were there. You know, you execute everything you've done, building on that momentum from the day before. Uh, there's, there's nothing that beats, uh, you know, those those times in the trenches when you guys were going hard. And, you know, Coach said that. I said you just sat back and, you know, made it easy for him. Yep. Yeah, how how'd you feel that game? The thing is with our team is like when we like hear hear stuff, like coach basically told us like if we lose this game, we play at ten AM tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> versus a championship game at seven PM. And we'd have to play two games. So we kinda took that as like more fuel to the fire. Like we're not waking up at ten AM to play another game and we wanna win this all and see Humber again. So yeah, you want that smoke? We just, I don't, I don't know. We just look different that day. I don't know. Some people are dunking on people. We were just like, <laughs> holy smokes! But we just, we went out there and played hard. Like we played together. We didn't get upset about mistakes, and we got the victory. A family mentality that you're feeling it, right? Yeah. I always say it's like family because you you can get on each other's back, but at the end of the day, you come back to it. We're family. Let's work together. Yeah. So that's. Didn't get on no, but that was. I don't think anyone argued that day. I think oh. we just played basketball. That's that's good. Well, that's good. And then Humber again, saying like you said, you you explained it. That's uh, so they have uh, you have sounds like you got a good memory because you said year and a half ago you remember that feeling. Yeah, and you know coming in the next year, that feeling. Uh, h- how you feeling? Confident. Um, the way we played them in our last game. Um, we were down again, I think by 17. We closed it to five uh, with two and a half minutes left. So we, it was the first time, like he said, we didn't get discouraged by the scoreboard and we came back and, and kind of punched back um, and said, we're not going to back down. So that was a huge step for me. Um, I wish we could have finished the comeback, obviously, but I think they know they can do it now. I think they, they saw, hey, if we just stick together and play the way we can, we can actually beat these guys. Um, and they saw it and once we go back and, and watch the film, I haven't watched that game yet, and I love watching film, but I, I can't watch that one yet. But I think once we go back and watch it, we're going to see, hey, we made one or two little mistakes. If we clean it up, we can be right there. So I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to play them again. Yeah. Same with you. Yeah, it took me – I was on, like, the same page as him where I'm like, I'm not watching this. Like, I can't watch it. But I ended up watching it, like, two days after with my teammates and we kind of just were like oh my god like we were right there like if we did this or like we didn't turn over the ball this time we would have won but i i like they say our rivalry at st Clair is fanshawe but now i look at humber as our rivalry like Amen. every game that we play them i don't care if it's exhibition i don't care if it's regular season i don't care if it's playoffs same intensity like i'm approaching the game the same way every time there it is, that, and that's gonna that's gonna show in practices. That's gonna oh, that's yeah. that's that's where it is. So you look at that the the culture what you created created at, at Saint Clair. You know, the athletes, coach. Um, you got to think, well, Josiah, why Saint Clair? What what was it that that brought you here? Because it's it's obviously flourished. You know, yeah. everything you you wanted, you kind it kind of happened here. What was you know that that idea? What what got you here? Uh, I was at Durham. My first year of college, not even my first, like, a semester. And I just, I kind of, like, fell out of love with basketball. Mm-hmm. And then my teammate, Darnell and Shaq, they went from Pine Ridge. They went to Pine Ridge with me, but mm-hmm. I was a year older than them. So they were still at Pine Ridge, and our coach, Neckers, told Darnell and Shaq, oh, you guys can um, go to this visit at St. Clair if you guys want. And it was supposed to be just them two, but... They invited me to come on the visit with them. And then 
they approved it and they said, okay, yeah, that's fine. And I remember they brought us on the train and then they got us a hotel and we went to a basketball run with some of the players. And I just got to the facility and I'm like, oh, this school is so nice. Like, I love it here already. And I remember after the scrimmage, like, I played, like, pretty well. And they just told me, like, if you want to come here, you can come here. And then the conversation we had, it was kind of like, like they believe they see potential in me and they see me at this school and it was just like I just felt like they believed in me yeah and they didn't really know me and coming from Durham where like I had like kind of like a bad rep kind of because I wasn't doing my schoolwork they still took the chance on me and it was like that's what I appreciated the most is that they're gonna believe in me they're gonna let me be me out there and they want me so just be, by feeling wanted and that type of stuff, I I said, there's no way I'm not going here. And I came with my yeah. two teammates. Oh, that's great. A, a support of a program. Like like you said, whether, you know, if you're struggling somewhere, it, it sounded like, you know, they understood that and they assisted. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what you do at, at a great program, right? Um, you got to see their youth, their young people, right? Yeah. Um, they're going to make their mistakes, but, you know, it's – up to us as coaches and programs to support um, mm-hmm. our athletes. So, you know, what was it that you saw in Josiah? Was it that that got him here? Yeah, I mean, a uh, couple things like watching him in in high school. We knew what kind of basketball player he was. So that was never really a question for us. Um, so when we heard he was going to come uh, on that visit, like you said, it was really Darnell uh, Petty and Shaq Price. So the two were going to come. Um, I don't know which guy emailed us. It might have been their coach and said, hey, we got another guy, Josiah Deer wants to come. So we already knew who he was, and we're like, yeah, he can come too. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So when he came, uh, again, he was really good in the, in the basketball portion of it. Um, and then we had that meeting after, and we knew we went to Durham. Um, so we kind of tried to figure out, hey, like, what's going on? Why are you leaving Durham? Um, that kind of stuff. And he, the, the first thing about him is he was honest. He could have he said anything to make us – believe it um but he said yeah school was was hard for me um and the same thing he just said he didn't love basketball when he was there um but he seemed to be interested and and we really wanted him um so we gave him a plan and basically what it was was hey you got to come to school in the summer when nobody wants to be here and you got to prove to us you can get through school and if you can then that's roster spots there and he took four classes through the summer um Passed them all, got a good GPA, um, and then I guess the rest is history. And he came in and handled basketball. He was a 4.0 student his first year. Um, right, so just, big. He, you could tell he was sincere, and I think he wanted to challenge himself. So that was a, a couple things for me that I saw. And it's like like everything. Like people make mistakes. Um, people deserve a second chance. And his honesty for me is what, as soon as he was honest, I said, all right, I'm going to give this guy the chance. And he took full advantage of it. Now he, he's a good student, great basketball player, great teammate. So it all worked out, but all because of his work. There it is, honesty. Those are those values we talked about earlier, you know, and you're, you're proven now. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no one can, can talk on you anyway. You, you came, you're proven in school, you're proven on the court, and you're proven a, as a leader, right? Yep. So that's you know, kudos to you. That That's big. Um, so you're here, you're at St. Clair, um, you know, what, what do you, Windsor, you know, yeah. what, do, what are you loving about it? This is, you know, the 519. It's just, it's different. And it's like, I feel like it's less busy than Toronto and like the Durham area. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Like I can just be out here and just take care of school and basketball and not like worry about like the other outside stuff. That's why I, I love being here. Cause keeps me focused because not a lot's going on and stuff like that. So yeah, I, lo- I love Windsor. Like I, I would, I see myself in Windsor even after I finish school. There it is. Uh, it does that. It does that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Toronto man myself and uh, I, I fell in love with it. The culture, the sports, the community and you know how, how they can support you. And, yeah. You know, that's clear. Too. Yeah. Support's very big out here. Yeah. The, the Windsor, the Windsor support, I'm sure, you know, some Windsor players, you know, they bring you around, show you what it's yeah. like, bring you to their homes. It's, I know it's, it's very different when, uh, you know, you're walking down the street here and it's, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, um, I love Toronto. I love my home, but Windsor, 
um, just has some the, the sports, the people. It's rich here, and people don't know about it. You know, yeah. a lot of times the story was, you know, Ontario ends at London, right? Yeah. But down here, well, we get it in. We have the facilities. We have the support. Uh, just everything. Great, great schools. St. Clair's, you know, an amazing uh, facility that's just up and coming, and it's just yep. it keeps getting better. Every year it gets better. Like we, we have a football field now. We just. I love the culture out here. And, like, in Toronto, people will know you or hear about you, and, like, they'll just whisper to their friend beside them, like, oh, like, I know that person. He won this. Oh, here, like, people will actually come up to you and be like, congratulations. Like, they don't even know it if you know them, and they'll be like, congratulations on all your accomplishments, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, just I feel loved out here. No, we're, we're proud of you. We're proud of you. You know, yeah. you've come to Windsor. You, you embrace us. We embrace you. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. No, that's that's great. No, I, I appreciate you guys coming on today, um, you know, talking about your experiences, talking about, um, you know, players being leaders and values. And, you know, we appreciate the things that you do for the community. You know, sports is huge. It, it takes us uh, to a place where, you know, we're in entertainment and we're enjoying it. But then you talk about the work, like anything that happens behind the scenes. So that that's something that you should be praised for. Congratulations on the season, Thank and you. and we hope to see to see more of you. You know, back here on five one nine. But you know, with that gold medal, you yeah. know, next year we'll have the trophy. There it is. Right I, I want you to bring it right here. Yep. We're gonna put it in the middle of us, and yep. and we're gonna talk about it again. And there'll be more. And. You know, maybe I, I, I'll turn your mind on the whole LeBron Kobe thing with you, and <laughs> and I ask you that Coach K question again. Yeah, but okay. no, appreciate you. Thanks for coming. Uh, this was uh, another one on Five One Nine Connect, uh, Saint Clair men's basketball. That's great. Uh, it's our, our second Saint Clair team on here, um, and we're gonna keep it real with you guys. It, we're proud of you, um, and Windsor Police. We we appreciate you. So you can uh, find us on any platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on our, our YouTube page. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you.